Thanks for joining us at the Business Growth Cafe, where each week we select from a menu of topics for a focused discussion with an industry expert to provide insights that can impact your business's growth with your host, Angelo Ponzi. I am Angelo Ponzi, your host here at the Business Growth Cafe, and thank you for joining us. It's Cinco de Mayo today. Enough said. Time for celebrating. And we Americans and those of Mexican heritage are going to head out to their local restaurants, have some great food and drink. Well, maybe not now because we're all sheltering from the coronavirus. But we're going to do some celebrating today. And hopefully people listening to this and watching this will be celebrating as well. Well, I don't believe most people understand why they're celebrating. Cinco de Mayo or the 5th of May is a holiday that celebrates the date of the Mexican Army's May 5th, 1862 victory over France at the Battle of Pueblo during the Franco-Mexican War. I had no idea. I had to look it up. Very interesting. And while it's rel relatively a minor holiday in Mexico, I understand, in the United States, it has evolved into a uh, commemoration of Mexican culture and heritage. Enough said. Let's get to the drinking. Today at the cafe, I'm excited to have Gaston Martinez, a native of Mexico and founder of Izo Agave Spirits. Izo is a premium handcrafted all-natural mezcal produced in Durango based on centuries of distilling tradition. Gaston, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have you here. Um, so before we get started, let's take a few minutes and tell the audience about yourself and about the brand. Okay, awesome. Um, I was born and raised in Durango, as you mentioned, and um, I've been an entrepreneur all my life and I've uh, been here in San Diego for the past 15 years. I uh, kind of decided to, uh, I want to bring my, my tradition and culture and, and, and celebration from, from my hometown to this part of the, the world, right? Uh, mezcal, uh, as you might know, has been in the process of making for the past 500 years in Mexico, uh, before tequila. And, uh, uh, but now more than ever, mezcal is more popular here in the States. And, and uh, the good way to express our, our culture is uh, bringing what we drink when we celebrate, when we, you know, uh, have fun and, and we, we want to have like a, that special moment. Uh, I, um, we uh, have our own distillery. We create uh, our own product. Uh, we take care from the harvesting to the bottling to the promotion, and, and it's pretty fun. I mean, uh, uh, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, it's, it's every minute and every day of uh, what I do, is, it's just phenomenal for me. Oh, absolutely. What, you just said harvest a bottle. I mean, how long is that process? <clears throat> and uh, let's, let's, let's take it from, from, uh, from that. Um, we harvest a wild agave. And, and in order to mature that agave, it takes between eight to 10 years. It's quite a process, right? I mean, when you understand and you see a bottle of our product, it's pretty much 10 years in the making. And that's pretty amazing. Uh, when we harvest, it takes like a whole week to bring, you know, a good size of amount of, uh, of tonnage that we actually process. That takes like a week. And uh, another three, of, three to five days of cooking and another three to five days of fermentation. And then the distillation takes like a four or five days. All together, you know, we can create like a whole month to produce the, the whole batch, the first batch, if you want to call it. But remember, you have to wait 10 years in order to, you know, right. make it happen. So, so you're harvesting wild agave. Mm -hmm. And are you also planting? 
we, your... we are replanting. Yes, of course. We, we are bringing back a little bit of a, but we are not like a farming. Uh, what we do is bring back to the source. I mean, and we just let it be on the field. We take care of uh, the little agaves for two years and then we bring it back to, to the field, to the mountains. I mean, uh, we, we don't do uh, like, uh, I mean, a, a line of agaves that we irrigate and all that. We take care of just the first two years and then the rest in, in nature will, will take a big part of the whole process. Okay. All right. That's great. So I asked a couple of questions of all my guests before we kind of get into to talking about you. What is the best business advice you've ever given and or received if it's different? Uh, I think the best business advice that I can say, um, you have to be passionate about what you do. Uh, and uh, uh, you have to believe in what you're doing. Uh, it, it's hard to, especially when you're an entrepreneur, uh, to start getting some doubts about, uh, you know, if this is the right thing, I'm doing the right way. Uh, but you have to kind of believe it. Even though you're wrong, it doesn't matter. You have to believe what you're doing. Then you will fix it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, my dad used to tell me, I mean, always give your best, even though it sounds cliche, but uh, uh, you have to put everything in you. What, what you do is just... Um, there's no, the day that you spend doing that, it's not coming back. I mean, it's not like uh, you're going to go, okay, I, I might fix it. Yeah, you might, but I mean, you're just wasting time and you need to kind of push it and push it hard and do the best. Because down the road, if you say, well, that was my best. I did the best that I could uh, uh, possibly do. And, and, you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's great advice. I mean, you have to be passionate. You re just really do. Um, go ahead. No, no. Otherwise, you kind of like uh, just, you know, get this plateau and you're just being like a machine, you know, and, yeah. and that, that it's, it's no fun. Yeah, you're going through the motions, right? And, yeah. and uh, if, in, in, as an entrepreneur, if we don't enjoy what we do, it's, it's drudgery. <laughs> One of the questions is like, uh, will, you do the, will you do it for free? And most of the time I would say yes, right? I mean, the, we, I like it so much that, yeah, I don't mind, you know, do it uh, extra hours, no weekends. I mean, because I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. But obviously we need money for the rest, you know, hopefully. <laughs> we don't have to pay the credit cards and all that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll do it for free. You know? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they're not taking uh, – the credit card companies aren't taking bottles uh, for payment, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that one day they'll, you know, you pay this that I can <laughs> give you back. But maybe not anytime soon. So um, when you think about your business, what, what, what keeps you up at night? Ooh, uh, one of the things that actually, I mean, uh, um, obviously everything starts with the passion and, and the idea, but uh, uh, you're starting to grow a little bit. You know, you're starting to, you know, put in everything together. And then more and more people start depending on you, right? Uh, families and, and employees and, and payrolls and, and uh uh, sometimes like I don't mind if I maybe I don't make any money but I need to make enough money to pay them mm -hmm. because they, they trust you and they put all the you know trust and I'm going to work for you I'm going to work with you and then that I, I want to get compensated right I mean and one of the things is that I mean <clears throat> it, it pushed me to, to work harder because uh, you're starting you know get people depending on, on your performance and be able to to you know get back to them and, and say, okay, you cover it. Don't worry. Sure. It's a, the story is in, in Durango, right? In Durango. Yes. Yeah. We so, have a distiller in Durango. 
So how many people there versus how many people here uh, in the United States? In the States? Randall, we have a rough, it depends if we are like uh, doing a high production, but roughly between the 10 and 15 people. And, okay. and then over here in, in, the, in the San Diego, uh, Southern California, between 10, uh, 7 and 10 people. Uh, we sometimes hire a lot of 10 people, you know, temporarily to help us to the brand ambassadors and things like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, we want to keep it really lean, you know, be more efficient. And sure. uh, uh, I, I myself have had so many hats, you know, I mean, I, I do sales <laughs> and I do. Uh, the other day I, I got a rush order. I put it in my car and then just went and delivered, right? I mean, the, because it was, it was needed and uh, you do whatever you need to do. Yeah, as an entrepreneur, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. So my next question then, as a business leader and an entrepreneur, and you've stated you are a, an entrepreneur, I'll call you a serial entrepreneur. Okay. If your life and your journey was a book, what would the title of that book be? <laughs> oh, my God. I guess I need to have another seat for that, right? <laughs> I'll have one, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, the title of my book will be, believe it or not, I did it. <laughs> I guess that could be uh, because, uh, I mean, you go through so many bumps in the road. It's just kind of like uh, uh, when, I, when you see, when you take, if you can take yourself out from that picture, from that book, and you say, wow, I mean, uh, yeah, believe it or not, uh, I did it. That's I great. Did. I love that. I love that. So for my audience, there's, I've talked to people before and, and there's always a question of what is mezcal? What is tequila? Mm -hmm. And people's ad is the same, but they're not. So why don't you take a second for the audience and explain the difference? Okay. Yeah. Uh, good question. Um, the big difference between uh, um, tequila and mezcal, uh, first of all, is a different type of agave, right? In tequila, they use the blue agave and in mezcal, we have uh, around 50 plus different type of agaves that can produce mezcal. Second thing, uh, tequila is just from one single region. In, in, in Mexico, it's tequila region in Jalisco. In mezcal, you have nine different regions that we can produce mezcal. Uh, the third one will be the, st the, the style of the process of cooking the, the agave. In the tequila, some of them, they do like a pressure cooker. They do like a steam. Us, us, we always cook it on, on the fire pit. Uh, I run a small video on, on the back. Uh, uh, you, you can see how we use this um, volcanic uh, fire pit that the, we uh, you know, cover with uh, oak wood and then we let it sit for four, three to five days. That smokiness comes in, in, in the profile and that's one of the main difference. And also, <clears throat> One of the other major difference between tequila and mezcal is like you have so many uh, distilleries, they produce mezcal from different styles, right? It's like wine. You like uh, the uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa, from Bordeaux, from Chile, from Sonoma. But it's still Cabernet, but, but it's not because yeah. every winery will connect in a different way. The soil, the minerals from, from the land will translate to, to the agave and the richness and, and the flavors, you know, just connect and, and it's just so passionate. I would describe like tequila being at like a one dimension and uh, mezcal like multi-dimension type of spirit. Okay, nice. Now, uh, I was reading in your press release and I, and I know this from my time working with tequila, but there's different, I'll call them flavor profiles, right? There's Blanco mm -hmm. and there's Respo uh, 
Reposado, Anejo, mm -hmm. and then we have Joven. Is that, mm -hmm. am I saying that right? Joven. Joven. Mm -hmm. And then I, I think there's another. I think there's five in total. I think I might be missing one. And and so are, are you releasing – so you have Hoven now, and we're going to talk about that in a second, but are you releasing other profiles? Oh, yeah. Time? I mean, uh, uh, the, uh, on tequila – I mean, I'm sorry, on mezcal, uh, we're going to do ensamble. Ensamble is called when you blend two type of agaves. Right? Mm. We're going to okay. do cenizo, and we're going to do another one that is also indigenous from the region. It's called Lamparillo. <clears throat> and then we are releasing uh, uh, a reposado that is two months in an oak barrel. Okay. Uh, and it's a wonderful product. It uh, has that really amber. I don't know. Probably you can see it because of the. Oh, I can see the amber. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a nice uh, kind of oaky um, flavor on top of the smoky. If you connect with uh, maybe the uh, you know whiskey, brandy, and all those, you know that's something mm -hmm. you you will really find interesting. Uh, also, we are adding a, a part of our uh, family of spirits. Uh, our wonderful tequila. We're going to do tequila, but it's, this is a very particular tequila because it's extra añejo, cristalino. That means that it goes through a filter process uh, 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 that will take the color away. It will be clear, but it will be aged. It's quite unique. It's, it's, a, it's a very interesting product. But uh, yeah, we add in, and we in the making is the, the mezcal añejo. It has to be at least 12 months in the barrels already is, is, uh, is in, in that process and sleeping is resting is, is getting more complex, but uh, it will be part of uh, our family too. Yeah. Cause I, obviously once you start aging, it starts taking more time and it already takes 10 years. Right. So when you're just hitting to the distillery, I mean, I was talking to a, a gentleman who was distilling vodka and he was basically saying, you know, I can turn this really quick, but as soon as he went to bourbon or something else, now he's got to start aging and it changes the dimensions of what they have. And this is a, a very good, uh, cool point. Um, I think spirit of mezcal will be one of the uh, unique uh, um, spirits in the world that by himself will have so many layers of flavor because you mentioned vodka and vodka is pretty much doesn't have any taste. You actually mm -hmm. kind of need to age or put some flavor and all that. But mezcal by its own has so many flavors that you don't need to add anything. I mean, uh, even tequila, it, again, it will be one, just one dimension. But uh, yeah, uh, when you add the, the aging part, you actually connect with more flavors and all that. But a joven, that would be like the more natural way to drink mezcal. Uh, it has so many flavors that, you know, you can be really impressed. Right. So let's, uh, so I think the audience now, I know it's a little, I'm bringing this up and it's, it's Izo? Izo. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and this is the, this is your first offering. That's out. And this, this is, is the first. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is this is the first uh, line in the product. Is uh, mezcal joven. Uh, it's a forty-seven percent alcohol content. Uh, the process, uh, the way we do it is uh, uh, obviously we harvest a wild agave, as I mentioned, and the fermentation is all open fermentation naturally. We don't add any extra yeast or nothing like that because we want to really keep the the proper as natural as possible right mm -hmm. the, the true flavors of uh, of the mezcal and then double distillation well i i want to taste it i know we, we already tasted a little bit i'm going to taste some more mm -hmm. here i can mm. and, and like i said it's 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 got a smoky taste to it but what i like is the the finish it's so smooth i mm -hmm. mean 
you know, I've had tequilas and mezcals and, <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of times I'm, you know, sucking on lemons or whatever, right, to get the burn. This is really smooth. And, and I think I read in, in one of your um, releases, you referred to it as sipping. To it's it's made to sip. Yeah, yeah we, we create this profile. I mean, let, let, let's go back to the Mexican heritage and, 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 and history and, and, and culture. It, most of the time in Mexico, we don't do um, cocktails, right? When you sip a mezcal, you sip it neat, straight, maybe on ice. Uh, that's the way you will, you know, get those flavors in your palate and all that. And and uh, it's okay because we create this high profile that in a in a mixed drink will uh, actually show, uh, but it will just create a nice combined and round flavor. But ideally, you sip this one. I mean, uh, this is a uh, when he's like a, you have a good whiskey, you sip it. You have a good vodka, you sip it. Yeah. You have a good mezcal, you sip it. That's well, I have to say, my my inclination with sipping this is I, I want to grab a cigar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. Uh, I mean, uh, you have the smoke, but it's a very citrus. Uh, also, um, it has the citrusness. Is, it has a present. It's a lot of botanic, a lot of uh, 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 like um, herbal and earthiness, and uh, it's uh, very smooth. That was kind of my thing. Um, I've been passionate about wine. And I'm always looking for those wines that are low in tannins because I don't like the, that kind of bite of being harsh. And we translate that to our mezcal. I think when you sip it and it goes so nice and so smooth, you cannot believe that this is a high proof uh, mezcal. You know, like, a, wow, it's a 94 proof, but it's so smooth. Yeah, it's excellent. Now, a lot of times, you know, we, we talk about wine, as we just said, you're, you're looking at pairings. Mm -hmm. So from a, from a food standpoint, um, do, you, do you recommend uh, yes. kind of food pairings with this? I, I love this uh, mezcal with any seafood. I mean, the, seafood, like okay. uh, trim or uh, even uh, uh, scallops. Uh, uh, I mean, even octopus. I mean, things like that will just create a nice connection. Uh, one of the key points of this mezcal, because it's so rounded, it allows you to, you know, pair it with a nice, uh, even uh, like cheese and, and, and maybe salamis. I mean, you really had that kind of a uh, spectrum of, uh, you know, engaging with different type of foods. And, and again, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of food when you're sipping some, uh, you know, spirits, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's excellent. So I do have to point out your, your stopper yes. is, 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 is granite. It's actually onyx. Onyx, okay. Even, even uh, yeah, it, this is a, a very unique. What we did here, and uh, one of the key components of uh, this whole package is to bring a very unique stopper, right? Maybe you can, yeah, you can see it. Probably. Yeah, I think I can hold mine up. But might, uh, be little, uh, might be a little clearer. This is a handmade product. We outsource the onyx from Durango, and uh, we send it to a, 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 a factory that actually can produce the stopper, and then we assemble the cork in our, in our distillery. And the cool thing about this is uh, every bottle is unique because it's a natural product. I mean, they, we, we take it from that slab, <clears throat> and then we cut it. And if you, you know, you see here, I mean, there's always, oh, everything, yeah. everything is unique, everything. And then every time you get a bottle, it's a unique bottle. There's, yeah. there's, there's no, you know, bottle like, uh, because it, we cannot duplicate this, uh, you know, product is all natural. And I think it's pretty cool. I, I, you find people that actually enjoy, uh, I mean, 
uh, we get in the store when, when we, we line out all the best cars and, you know, mostly women, you know, will uh, take a look of the stopper and then probably choose the most, uh, you know, pretty for them, you know, and then they, they, they get a bottle based on the cork or the yeah. stopper. Whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, now you, as an entrepreneur, I mean, did you just wake up one morning and say, hey, I think I'm going to start a spirit company? <laughs> uh, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was kind of, a, I mean, always in the works too. Again, uh, uh, how can I, you know, especially living here in the States and, and in San Diego has been home for me for the past, you know, 15, 16 years. How can I bring, you know, a little bit of our culture? Uh, uh, I, I love my hometown. It's a very small hometown. Uh, I find it 480 years old uh, city. And uh, I really want to kind of like uh, bring something that can be, you know, exposed to different markets, right? And uh, uh, it's like, uh, well, Hello, Mescal. We make Mescal, and, and I think, you know, it's a great spirit, and uh, I think it will do great. We started this business, you know, I put everything in my mind in 2017, and it took uh, like a whole 2018 to put everything together because we established the company here in the States, and then we started a company in Mexico, put it together, and then create all the, you know, the legal part, the name and registration. Oh boy. I mean, it was quite a challenge, but yeah. Um, one day I just kind of go, hmm, I think I'm going to do this call. Wow. And that's relatively quick from 2017 to, I mean, we're just we, early we, 2020. Actually. Yeah. We, um, sometimes I, I think we are going too fast and, uh, but we have solid, uh, you know, steps, uh, because in this, uh, especially in this category of, of spirits, you know, it takes longer to go to, you know, go to steps and get, get to process and uh, awareness of uh, brand awareness and marketing and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think we've we, we, we done it with, in the right way. And uh, we are very aware of what we need to do and what we need to, I mean, it, it go to the next uh, phase in, in our business. But yeah, I mean, the, the product land uh, in 2019 uh, in San Diego, <clears throat> if you put it out, it's just a little bit more than a year, but I mean, yeah. it's, wow. it's almost nothing. So, um, where are, 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 are you, um, your own distributor or are you working through one of the big distributors or? No, I mean, we decide, especially at the beginning, uh, we did a, a, a nice, uh, setup. We're using a, a, a distributor that actually will help us with the invoicing and logistics, but we take care of the sales. Okay. We connect. What happens with a lot of uh, people that own First of all, there's a lot of people, the companies that actually find the outsource, you know, the distillery. Here's my bottle, my label, produced for me. Yeah. And then you just throw it to somebody, okay, sell it. And you just, the face, right? But I wasn't, you know, happy with that. I, I want to be out there talking to bartenders and, and uh, uh, bar managers, connecting with actually what is going on, right? Doing seminars and training uh, staff and we actually doing that uh, and that's kind of unique because we have our base here in San Diego and then uh, what we decide is okay we use like a, a, a third-party logistics um, distributor uh, that actually will help us to do the invoicing and the distribution but 
we control the sales. We are the, the, the face with the customer. So, I mean, this is a, is a relatively new company. Um, you know, we're, you're not competing with the big boys that are on television and stuff like that. So it's kind of a grassroots mm-hmm. kind of boots on the ground, kind of a, a marketing approach that you have using social media and things like that. I mean, is that what your kind of marketing engine is right now? Yeah, I mean, especially right now, I mean, uh, it's, it's kind of uh, uh, trying to push it through the social media, uh, trying to like do word to mouth. I mean, uh, we, we're, we're lucky enough that, uh, you know, we do business with Costco. And mm-hmm. then uh, Costco um, helped to, first of all, recognize that uh, we are a good brand. And uh, what we did also is... Um, put our product through a lot of challenge, spirit challenges, right? Oh, nice. Uh, we have uh, entered five, and we have won medals in five of them. The last one was the uh, San Francisco World Spirit Challenge, one of sure. the most recognized uh, awards spirit uh, um, challenges, and uh, we won, like, a bronze medal. I mean, among thousands of, you know, spirits around the world, and, uh, and uh, I mean, Hundreds of uh, mezcals, uh, they only recognize, I think, 20. And we were, I mean, bronze, uh, uh, bronze medal. And uh, it validates what we're doing because you and I, we can talk. And I can tell you, this is the best mezcal you ever, you know, can have, right? But uh, most important is like a, a third party going through a process because it's a blind tasting. I don't know if you know the process, but it's just, they give them some, just no, no, no brands, no nothing, no labels. It's a blind tasting. At the end, you get the results. It's oh, that's amazing. fantastic. Congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're we're we got about uh, maybe eight minutes left, and and I and I know that you know with what's going on in the world and COVID, um, I understand that that you guys have kind of changed your distillery into making uh, hand sanitizers. Yeah, no, yeah, we we uh, I mean, you can imagine Mexico is struggling right now, big time. If here we cannot, I mean, you go to the store, you cannot get any product for, you know, like hand sanitizer, wipes and all that over there gets a little bit more critical. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're, we're uh, shifting and then we stop our production of uh, mezcal right now for, for a little bit. And then we'll do, um, we're actually doing uh, some hand sanitizer that will just donate. Uh, I mean, especially for our community, right? I mean, sure. we're committed. I mean, I wish we can do a lot and bring it over here, but I mean, the, uh, I think uh, we need to take care of our own, community there and be able to be more proactive over there. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. I mean, I, I, I commend you for that. I know um, some others have done that, but you're, you're right. At the end of the day, it's about the people and the people that work for, for you and for other companies. And, uh, you know, we need to make sure that the, the workers are taken care of because at the end of the day, if they're not taken care of, nothing else is going to happen. Yeah, no, it's, it's all about the people. I mean, the, believe me, with, with them um, and, and uh, it's, nothing will happen, right? I mean, the, you take care of your family and, uh, and you take care of the process and the product will follow. Right. But yeah, I mean, yeah. we're committed to it. Fantastic. There's one other thing I want to talk about before we kind of start to wind it down. And I found it really interesting is, is the process, you know, you're, you're using solar and renewable and bees to propagate the, the, the plants. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're really, you know, doing it from an environmental standpoint. So can we talk about that a little bit? Because I think yes, it was fascinating. I mean, they, we, what, our, our goal was kind of like, uh, let's integrate with nature, right? I mean, the, our, our distillery, uh, we have the solar panels, we have a water treatment plant that uh, we, we are very conscious of. 
whatever we don't use or we can't use, we recycle and we bring it back. Uh, the bees are, are, I think, with no bees in the world, no no humans. You know, like this mm-hmm. is this is kind of like very important, right? Um, and uh, we try to integrate because remember we have an open fermentation. Whatever is in the nature will come, and that microorganism, I mean, will start eating. You know, the yeast, the the sugar converting alcohol. It's, it's all about integrating ourselves to their ambient, right? I mean, we're we're not there to disrupt anything. It's just right to there to be as as gentle as possible. And, and that was kind of the idea. I mean, being being able to produce something that we feel proud of it, that we are not taking anything away. We just add in. Uh, actually, in our community, we take care of our all our employees and our community. I mean, try to be very conscious of um, people and and what they need, and and if we can help, we help them. Okay, so hindsight's twenty twenty. If you if you were starting today, <laughs> would you do it anything different? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, uh, I uh, I um, I think uh, we obviously. I would say probably uh, because one of one of my mistakes that I did uh, um, the first couple of months was try to reach out the big distributors, right? And when I realized like, uh, you know, nothing is going to happen. And I lo- lost like a little bit of three months trying to uh, understand, you know, it's a war out there. And uh, probably what you need to do is validate your own brand, do your own work, and then the rest will follow. But uh, uh, kind of con- take control of your destiny. Don't, don't just give it a, I mean, to somebody else. Okay. Well, thank you so much. This has been uh, a fun conversation. It's been a, a tasty conversation. <laughs> I'll have another drink before we end this. <laughs> mm. So good. That should, so be good. The, that should be the only way to do uh, I mean, interviews, right? Uh, I, I, I think so. That's <laughs> I think that's going to be my goal is uh, <laughs> if I can't drink it or eat it, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Phenomenal. So why don't you uh, tell the listeners how they can reach you, where they can buy the product. You mentioned Costco, but where else can they buy it? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, before this pandemic, you know, we were in a few restaurants, but uh, right now, uh, there's two avenues that we can uh, actually uh, offer. That one is online. If you do uh, uh, go to our website, isomescal.com, I-Z-O-Mescal.com, and you can click uh, the online uh, uh, option, uh, we can actually offer your your uh, your audience uh, a discount. Uh, you can use the code ICOFAM20, and you can get 20% uh, discount on 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 any of uh, you know purchase online. ICOFAM FAM20, and uh, you can you can do it on on that. And the other one is uh, right now Costco. Uh, uh, Costco, we have few um, few stores around uh, Southern California. Uh, and then check our website, see what the stores are, are available in there. And then, uh, you know, hopefully you can give it a try. Well, thank you. I, I hope to use listening out there because we're, this will be running. Um, it's early today and have time to run out and get a bottle for uh, your Cinco de Mayo party. There you go. <laughs> um, I think it's important that you do. I, I don't, I'm not steering you wrong out there, audience. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's really tasty. All right, and then obviously they can reach you through LinkedIn or other places. LinkedIn, I mean, uh, uh, if uh, my and uh, the website, I mean, there's there's uh, uh, contact information. I mean, uh, or or you can follow us in Instagram at uh, Isomescal Instagram. You can see all the pictures and the interactions. We post cocktails 
it's a really fun, you know, the, the, especially the, on Instagram. I mean, you, you get that, that, you know, connectivity with, uh, you know, your followers. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's great. You mentioned that uh, we didn't really talk about uh, various recipes for cocktails. So I, I encourage you out there to go to Instagram and, and get those cocktail uh, recipes. Um, I'm not sure I'd mix it with anything. I got to tell you the truth. It's, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty good. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me and thank you out there for joining us at the cafe today. You can find out more about me, read my blogs or view my show videos at theponzagroup.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if your business is ready for growth and you need a CMO, but you're not quite ready for a full-time person yet, connect with me. I'd welcome the opportunity to talk about the benefits of using a fractional CMO. And lastly, please subscribe to this show. And if you're already a subscriber, let others know about it so they can benefit from the great content like we heard today. You can join, uh, subscribe at the businessgrowthcafe.com or on my website as well, or any major podcast platform that you might be utilizing. Thank you again for joining us. Gaston, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. And join me next week for lunch at the Business Growth Cafe. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's discussion at the Business Growth Cafe with your host, Angelo Ponzi. Take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and visit our website at www.businessgrowthcafe.com. Read Angelo Ponzi's blogs at www.theponzigroup.com.